if you look at Hollywood movies, every time you have a man playing a woman's role, every time you have a man playing the mom, Mr. Mom, or anytime you have a man that connects emotionally, we all go, oh, we love him. He has humanity. But when it's women in our lives that emote or have emotion or have freedom in their bodies, we think they're weak or we think they're hysterical, which is where that word has come from. And we feel uh, they're not as strong as we are. We have identified strength through one gaze, one lens, and that is the masculine lens. Strength is physical muscle. Strength is getting things done. Strength is one thing. And we don't understand that the ability to emote the ability to connect, the ability to go deep, to go to a soulful place in life and through your body is truly magnificent. I am Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas in personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a really unique episode of the Mind Valley podcast. Our guest today is Sheila Kelly. If you have been watching Netflix, you would know that there is a remarkable documentary on Netflix right now. It has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's called Strip Down, Rise Up. And it's a beautiful, touching documentary about how women of all body shapes, of all ages, are embracing pole dancing as a way to discover themselves. Mm -hmm. This documentary is touching a nerve with women. It's a transformative film. And I got introduced to it because Jeanette, who is co-hosting this particular podcast episode with me, arranged a viewing party, including me and a couple of other people here at Mind Valley. And I was so blown away by this documentary. I knew I had to get Sheila on the podcast. Firstly, if you're a Netflix subscriber, and I'm sure most of you are, be sure to bookmark Strip Down, Rise Up, and check it out after this interview. And I also want to do a quick introduction to our guest today. Sheila Kelly is an American actress. She is known for her role as Gwen Taylor on L.A. Law and Dr. Charlotte Bennett on Sisters. She was in The Good Doctor as well. And around the year 2000, Sheila was asked to star in a movie about strip dancing. The movie was called Dancing at the Blue Iguana. It was a really popular movie with Daryl Hannah leading. And as Sheila had to study the role of, of being a pole dancer, she started to get fascinated by this art form. And when she found the liberating effect it provided her, she knew she had to introduce it to more women. And today, Sheila has started an organization called S-Factor, where she introduces thousands of women to the beauty and transformational act of movement and dance. So Sheila, welcome to the Mind Valley podcast. Thank you, Vishen. That was a beautiful intro. I appreciate that. You know, I want to acknowledge you, Sheila, because recently we had you speak at Mind Valley's Hollow Body seminar and mm -hmm. you blew the audience away. Our event, Hollow Body, was for those of you who were not there, it was a two-day intensive on all aspects of body, health, and mind over body. And Sheila was a highlight. People <laughs> wrote to us talking about how it was liberating to go through Sheila's lesson. And one of the things I want to share about you, Sheila, is that you really are powerful in how you open women up to discovering what's within them. You're mm -hmm. 60 years old and you are showing <laughs> that age isn't a limiting factor mm -hmm. in discovering one's sensuality. No, 
No, absolutely not. In fact, I don't believe that age is a timer that runs out. I actually believe that the older you get, the richer you get, the more profound you get, the more wise you get. From like a redwood tree, you know, a redwood just gets more magnificent as you get older. When you age in the correct way, when you mature as into the integrity of your own body, if you try to work against your body, I think you break your body down. And I think you break your whole system down. But when you are listening to the genius of your body in what to ingest and how to move and how to find pleasure, I don't think there is a, an expiration date on, on the body. <laughs> the chat is buzzing right now. People are saying, what? You can't be over 60, dear. I'm 59, to be fair. You're 59. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I'm passionate about that subject, but I'm also passionate about women and men embracing their feminine because I truly do believe that it's the fountain of youth when you are fully expressed in yourself, when you have reached your fullest potential of expression through your being, through masculine, feminine, through all of yourself. I just think you become, like I said before, magnificent. I love it. I love that you bring this vibe and this attitude into everything you do. Now, I want to invite Jeanette. Jeanette is head of meditation here at Mind Valley. So many of you who have the Mind Valley app would have noticed that we just launched something like 500 meditations on the Mind Valley app for our members. Jeanette's been the curator of that. So she's the most Zen person on the planet because her entire job is to meditate to meditations and find the best. Jeanette, what is it about Sheila that really resonates with you? What are you excited about in today's discussion? I don't think there's enough time to encompass all of it. So I'll try to narrow it down really to something short. You know, I think based on what we see in society these days, a lot of women have been empowered and connecting with their masculine since like the 60s and 70s and finding work and becoming independent and, you know, to be taken seriously in work and to succeed in life, we have to embody like these really masculine qualities. And so in this, somehow along the way, several of us may have lost touch with our feminine side to a point where maybe it's almost become a little bit embarrassing to be feminine. You know, oh, you throw like a girl or, you yeah. know, things like that. Just anything associated with women or femininity is weakness yeah. and some negative. And so women have just been like, I'm tough. I hang out with guys and all these things. And so what I love about Sheila Kelly's documentary, Strip Down, Rise Up, and just her overall message is that not only is there nothing to be ashamed of to connect with your feminine side, but we must connect with our true nature and our true essence. And it's okay to embody the masculine when we need to, but it's important to connect with our feminine and express ourselves. And it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's beautiful. It's perfect. So I'll just stop there because I could keep going. <laughs> Thank you, Jeanette. And that is the topic of today's conversation. We're going to be talking about feminine and erotic movement. Sheila? <laughs> My favorite thing. I can talk about it all day long. It's powerful and it's beautiful. And Jeanette, thank you for that. That was really beautifully said because the feminine in all of us, and when I did the hollow body, for example, I had talked to Ronan and I said, you know, in a private conversation with him, I said, Ronan, don't take this in a bad way. Cause I know a lot of men kind of go, mm. but I said, you have such a strong feminine energy. And that's why I signed up for 10 X and actually Rishin, so do you. And I say that with an incredible compliment because you stand in your masculinity with so much confidence that you're not intimidated by the more feminine qualities of yourself and to be able to balance the feminine qualities. And so it was one of the reasons why I really loved my valley and why I loved 10X because he came at it from a more intuitive place than more of a like kill yourself and break your body down place, which is something I've done all my life, right? So I've learned from mistakes, but feminine energy, feminine movement, 
I focus on what I call the five feminine superpowers or the five feminine geniuses. And that starts with the first thing I want to do is I want to introduce you, whether you're, I don't care how you identify gender wise, but I want to introduce you to your curve of movement instead of your linear movement. You know, we've spent our entire lives doing linear movement. I did. I was the best little boy I could be, but I was never going to be a great little boy because my essence is more feminine. Not my gender, my essence of who I am. So the curve of movement is how we start. And then we dive deeper into sensuality because all those five external sensuality tools of ours, all muscles, we are so powerful when we attune back into our body and our senses. We maybe touch on, I think, like an eighth of what we're capable of in terms of our senses. And then the third quality is emotability. And that is the ability to, and I say this all the time, we of the feminine, and when we tap into our feminine, we should be like veritable stradivariuses of emotional acuity. We should be able to play emotion through our body in a constructive, beautiful way because emotion is pure energy. And then the next genius or superpower is connection, communication. And the last one is intuition. And these are all the different things we flex through movement through the body because the feminine is of the body. Sheila, what would you like to, to go deeper in today? I will go in any direction because I live, eat, sleep, and drink this. Let's talk about, you know, we're an aging population. We are maturing. We're all going this way. I think the erotic is something that I'm very interested in because, and if I back up from erotic, I want to make sure that when I say erotic, it doesn't mean, oh, sex in the bedroom. It's not just that. Erotic, if you look at Carl Jung, erotic is of the feminine. It's the unknown. It's the impersonal, intimate relationship you have with your body. And your body, by definition, whether you identify on the masculine feminine spectrum, you are an erotic creature. We're put on this planet to procreate. We're put on this planet to find pleasure in our body. So I believe that's a topic I truly do love and I'm passionate about is helping free people to really experience the enormous amount of pleasure that is able to be found through the body, through movement on your own, not necessarily in relationship. So what's that first step? The first step is killing fear, Vishen. I have been teaching this 20 years and I, every single time I teach a new group of women, there's so much fear in the room. And I think that fear is, I often tell women now, I use the analogy of being on a heroic journey or, you know, the quest for the grail and the grail is your body. And you have to slay the dragons and the demons to get to freedom of a place of accessing all of yourself because I'll quote someone I really respect, brules, bullshit rules, are what's killing the body. It kills the spirit. It hushes the spirit. It quiets the spirit. It quiets the body. It quiets our expression. And it, it quiets our access to pleasure and sensuality and emotion. I mean, you know, Jeanette, to your point, how many times have you heard the thing, oh, don't cry, that's weak. Don't mm. cry like a girl. I mean, we mock and we degrade these qualities of the feminine. And it's a shame because all of us on the whole planet, we could truly grow and live richer lives when we have both a balance of masculine and feminine. When I did hollow body, one of the things I teach is your masculine energy is about quantity, how much, 
how much, how far, how this, how heavy. It's quantity. And the feminine is all about quality. The big H, how I live, how I feel, how I move, how I express, how I emote, how I connect. Beautiful. I love the way you articulate that. For those of you who are watching live with us right now, you'll notice there's a Q&A box here on Zoom. And we're going to give you a chance to actually come up live with us and ask your biggest questions to Sheila. So go ahead, type in your questions as you're going through this conversation. Type in your questions in the Q&A box, and you can also vote up for questions that you like, that you'd like to see answered. So put in a question or vote up a question. Jeanette, I'd like to give you a chance, Jeanette, because you've been such a fan of Sheila's work. I'd like to give you a chance to ask the next question. Yeah, sure. I have a question, Sheila. So for example, being considered emotional, especially in a corporate environment is one of the worst things, right? If you like lose your crap and you end up crying, all of a sudden, like your whole credibility can be out the window. So how are women to be in touch with their femininity and their true essence in a masculine environment, such as an office space where you're maybe in charge of other people, you're over men, you know, that work under you and you want to be taken seriously, but you also want to be true to your femininity. Like where's the balance there? (laughs) It's such a great question. It's such a great question. Because if you look at Hollywood movies, every time you have a man playing a woman's role, every time you have a man playing the mom, Mr. Mom, or any time you have a man that connects emotionally, we all go, oh, we love him. He has humanity. But when it's women in our lives that emote or have emotion or have freedom in their bodies, we think they're weak or we think they're hysterical, which is where that word has come from. And we feel... Ugh, they're not as strong as we are. We have identified strength through one gaze, one lens, and that is the masculine lens. Strength is physical muscle. Strength is getting things done. Strength is one thing. And we don't understand that the ability to emote, the ability to connect, the ability to go deep, to go to a soulful place in life and through your body is truly magnificent, is truly where strength lives in both of these sides. There's this movie called Avatar. I am in love with Avatar because Avatar, the Navi, I don't know if you guys know the movie, but it's a James Cameron film and it's about this indigenous group of creatures called the Navi. And they're a very feminine culture. They have a beautiful balance of masculine feminine, right? And so when we are able to become like the Navi on a global scale, we're gonna be such an incredibly powerful, beautiful, evolved species. Because right now we're in this very awkward place of still being bullheaded in this one direction. And so when you say, what does a woman do? Or what does anybody do? I don't even wanna just exclude all the gender identifications. When anybody has an emotional response anywhere, I think there's two things you can do. You can let it, emotion can come into a destructive place. Or One of the things I've realized after conducting well over a thousand interviews with the world's greatest thought leaders in everything from entrepreneurship to spirituality to health and wellness to relationship is that life is enormous. And there are so many ways we can make our life better and better in every way, in every single day. If you're successful in just one area of life, you might just suck in another. I've known billionaires whose romantic lives 
were in shambles. I've known incredibly emotionally intelligent people who just couldn't make money. And that's totally fine. It doesn't matter where you are. Life doesn't have to stay the same forever. You're not cursed or destined to be miserable or unlucky in love or struggling to make ends meet. You were just never thought how to have it all, how to do things differently, how to master the human experience from a mind, body, and soul perspective. This is where Mind Valley membership comes in. When you become a Mind Valley member, you are coached by the greatest teachers in the world. You get to live a life beyond your wildest dreams and learn the best systems, protocols, methods, step by step by step in just 20 minutes a day to get there. You become the man or woman that you've always aspired to be. And this happens in the easiest, most effective way because of the Mind Valley transformational model. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now. Don't settle for ordinary. Don't settle for your life the way it is now. Aspire to step into your greatness. You can come into a constructive place. And when you allow an emotion to come into a constructive place, and that's what we should be so good at moving emotion. Emotion is an electrical impulse that happens in the body from an external stimuli, right? So when that happens, we should be so attuned to our body that we can move that energy to a constructive place, right? So if I get emotional at work, I get angry. Instead of like, ah, screaming at somebody, I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to write the best report I can write with that fire, with that energy, with that through my body. I might do some hip circles and my desk and write it and I might snap the keys hard. I might go play piano. I might go play a sport. You use emotional energy, the darker emotional energy in your life to constructively move yourself forward. I believe that I built S Factor, the company that I have through what I call dangerous challenger energy, which is anger, but it's a beautiful anger. It's a fiery, sensual, erotic anger. So I think it's rewriting what, how we interpret emotional energy and how we express it. That really makes a lot of sense. And I think it, it helps, you know, because we want to be true to ourselves, but at the same time, we want to succeed in the real world where masculine qualities are valuable. So finding that balance and being true to ourselves and also accomplishing our goals is so important for independent women these days. And I really appreciate your answer, Sheila. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. I do want to say something. I worship masculine energy. I am not one of those people that's like masculine energy is bad. I love, I actually worship at the altar of the masculine. That's just my thing. And I love feminine energy and I love the whole spectrum. And All I'm saying is, is that having done this work for 20 years, I can see that we as a global culture have cut off a very vital part of ourselves. And the way to get back into it is through S-Factor movement. And that's the way I've found to get back into my life force. I mean, that's what you're feeling, Vishen, when you see the energy I have at my age. I have life force energy because I move my sensuality every day. I move my spine. I slink, I swirl, I undulate my body. There's not one part of my body that I don't move. I move my fingers, my arms, my shoulders, my hips, everything. And I feel like I'm living to the fullest potential I'm capable of through the body that I was gifted to live through. It's just a whole different way of looking at life. And it's changed everything. 
Sheila, can I ask you a question if it's okay, Vishen? So when somebody is really connected with their feminine to the point where their masculine side is unbalanced, where their masculine side hardly comes out, how could you see that being an issue? And the reason I ask that is because, you know, coming up, for example, my apartment steps, I have 94 steps to get to my apartment and I have to carry heavy groceries, heavy bags, plants, you know, and just really get my masculine. I got this. I don't need any help. And also protecting myself in certain situations, being a little tough or aggressive in certain situations has certainly come in handy. So I'm really glad to be connected with my masculine. So in what ways do you see women sometimes being over feminine that could possibly be detrimental? Well, I think that you should learn to carry things up your staircase with a lot of slowness and sensuality. I think you should do it how you do it. And so it's a mindset we have. We have this mindset that I have to get this done in this particular amount of time. And I think that's, I'm going to keep going back to this. I think it's breaking us down. I think it's breaking our body down. I think it breaks our spirit down. I think it just, if you were to carry your potted plant up your 94 stairs and you gave yourself an hour to get up there and every step you undulated your spine and you kind of did a hair flip and you like felt sexy and sassy <laughs> she goes you go, <laughs> and you felt sexy and alive and you touched your body you let your hands come up and down your curves if you enjoyed that moment then you would be dancing between masculine and feminine And that is what I teach. I teach how do I dance between the two energies? Every moment of my life, I'm dancing those two energies together. Even when I'm in my relationship in a lovemaking session with my husband, you know, sometimes I'm more of a masculine energy. Sometimes he is. So we move back and forth. My essence, I'm clear, is more feminine. I identify more feminine. He identifies more masculine, but he's not afraid of his feminine and I'm not afraid of my masculine, but it's something you've got to flex. This is not something the world teaches you. A young girl comes into the world. You know, we birth these beautiful babies and immediately, immediately we tell that little girl to not, not, don't, 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 because we want to protect her, right? But when we do that, what we do is we shame her inadvertently. So you've got this little boy that was saying, yes, yes, throw harder, do it faster. You give him his masculine tools. And then you tell a little girl here, do those masculine tools, but don't do the feminine. So we are immediately starting the feminine off with negativity. Right. So then little girls bodies start to change around 12, 13 years old, these little breast bud and their little hips and the pubic hair. And what do we do? We do not enforce or help or arm these young women with knowledge about how this new shape is moving, how this new shape feels. It's so unfair, so unfair. And little boys too could also benefit from having access to their feminine and not being shamed for their feminine energies. I'm a little tiny bit passionate about this, if you can tell. (laughs) Sheila, I love that you're touching on this topic. I wanna bring up the first question. So this is the top question. And it's by Rosera Khan. Rosera, I'd like to make you a panelist so that you can directly ask your question to Sheila. And it's got to do with being perceived as overly sexual. Rosera, you are now a panelist. Feel free to turn on your mic and cam and ask your question. Thank you so much for taking my question. Basically, my question is, how do I jump back into my feminine energy? Because like you said, I've kind of unlearned it as a young child and was shamed for it. 
Yeah. And then now I want to kind of explore more of that, but I feel like I will get a lot of unwanted attention from men. And to me, that feels unsafe. And I kind of have a fear of really fully expressing myself with that. Beautiful question. Thank you for that so much. And I honor your fear. I really do. And I've seen it. And what I'm going to tell you, so I'm going to be doing another class with Mind Valley. And one of the things I'm going to touch on is exactly the answer to your question. So when you give access to a feminine creature or anyone, your feminine qualities, right? And you start to shine because that's what's going to happen. Your cells start to get happy and vibrate. Every part of your body just starts to turn on. And I don't just mean sexually. I mean, just turn on with life force energy. So you will attract more energy, attract more attention. And what you need to understand is modulating the voice of your body when you go out into the world. And then that's something that I tell women that when I'm teaching you this, I am giving you loaded gun. I'm giving you all your power that has been stripped from you is coming back into your body. And so you need to be very, very aware. There's a thing called a healthy flat line. So I'm going to get more deeply into this in the session I'm going to do on the 20th. But a healthy flat line, if everywhere I go, and I don't have it with me now, everywhere I go, I bring a healthy flat line piece of clothing. A healthy flatline piece of clothing is something I put over my body, my shoulders, my head. I put it a hoodie, a scarf, something that makes my body feel safe but doesn't shame her. Something that quiets maybe the energy coming out but also makes me feel safe in my body. Sunglasses, if it's coming through your eyeballs, put some sunglasses on, put a hoodie on, put a baseball cap on, go to the grocery store. If you want attention, if you want your energy to be felt, if you want to feed the planet your radiant energy, take the baseball cap off and you will shine it out. There's a beautiful story about Marilyn Monroe. She was at the Actors Studio in New York City. And Marilyn Monroe was Marilyn Monroe with the, with the white hair and the, just this, she was the biggest star in the world. She didn't want attention at this point in her life. So she would wear these scarves and she would wear these big trench coats and she would just shut down her radiance for herself. But if she wanted to bring Marilyn out, and that's what she would call it, she said, I'm going to bring Marilyn out. She'd whip all that off. And all of a sudden she'd be like just attracting fans like flies. That helps a good. lot. Good, good, yeah. good. good. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rosera. Thank you for asking the question. The event Sheila was talking about is the Mind Valley Summit. It's going to be happening on June 18, 19, 20. Uh, we have so many incredible speakers, Mark Cuban, Gary Zukov. Sheila's going to be doing a class at the summit. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash summit and sign up. Check it out. And Sheila, I want to read you this beautiful letter that we just got from one of our Mind Valley members who attended your session at the Hollow Body Seminar. So this is Norma Delara and she is a New York City assistant principal, okay? And this is what she said. So she was talking about the whole body seminar, and she said, and then there was Sheila, the cherry on top to the next stage of living my best life. When I learned of a program, I knew I needed to join her tribe, so I signed up for her instructor course, installed a poll, and declared for the first time since my cancer that I'm not just alive, but I will live. I love that. How Cool is it that she's an assistant uh-huh. principal? I wish my assistant principals when I was in high school with this school. If you want to yeah. learn more about Sheila, for those of you who are watching today or listening to this podcast, go to S 
factor.com. I'm playing a screenshot of the website right now, so you can check mm-hmm. it out. That's S as in the letter S, factor, F-A-C-T-O-R.com. Uh, there's a quiz that you can take. It's called the free erotic creature quiz. Check it out. You might want to start getting involved in S Factor. Sheila, such amazing work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. So Sheila, I want to go on to the next question. And this question is from Betty Varga. So Betty, I'd like to make you live as a panelist so that you can ask this question to Sheila. This question is about understanding our balance between the masculine and the feminine. Betty, you may turn on your camera. Thank you so much, Sheila. I'm amazed by your glow and how you radiate. You don't look 60 at all. You look amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So I had this question how to balance masculine and feminine energy because I have the feeling in life, especially in business, we all have these systems and structures and we have to do, do, do. And sometimes I just, I have the feeling I lose myself and then I get fed up and I just take a day off. I'm like, I'm doing nothing. Maybe I just dance at home or read a book or light some candles to somehow to tap into my feminine and then things happen without force. So I would like to know your opinion about it. I would suggest right now that you reach back behind your head and pull your hair out of that prison known as whatever, a barrette. Slow, slow, slow. Can you take your hair down? Really, really slowly, really slowly, really slowly. I want you to feel the slowness and the permission to feel slowness and feel the anxiety that brings up in you just, And now just slowly shake it back and forth when you get it out. Beautiful. And I want you to now reach up and just run your hands through your hair and just let it cascade down on your shoulders. That's it. Shake it out. Yes. (laughs) You guys can't see her, but she's radiating and so beautiful. Do you feel it? Do you see the big smile that was on your face? That's so simple, right? It's so simple, you guys. Getting back into your sensuality, into your emotion, into your heart, into your feminine is the richest thing I have ever done in my life. I mean, look at you. You're lit up. You can still do your masculine work. You can still acquire something. You can still go after something, but it's how you do it. It's just how you do it. If you do it through the quality of life and through the quality of the body, deep, rich breath. If you arched your back right there, if you just arched your back back, stretched your, just try it right now, Betty. Yeah, just arch and throw. And all of a sudden, you're just trusting that your body's got this because your body's got this, right? We were put on this planet to radiate, to be life force. And that's what you do when you just embrace everything. And yes, sometimes I do put my hair up, but that's when I'm kind of getting something done. Then I put that, I just let myself flow and go and play and find pleasure. Thank you, Betty. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sheila, so my Mm -hmm. question for you, and I'm seeing people write about this in the chat. What is your secret to looking so amazing, to seemingly defying (laughs) aging? I swear to God, you guys, the only thing I do, I have no no plastic surgery with no nip and tucking. It is about movement. It is about energy. It is, I live a new lifestyle and it's a feminine lifestyle. I honor the body I was born into and the essence I was born into. And every day I'm seeking pleasure and pleasure just sends joy and life force. And if I have sadness, I don't hold it in because I believe that's the stuff that ages us. I believe that's the stuff that 
poisons us is when we hold it in, it goes, it doesn't go away, Vishen. You know that energy doesn't, when you hold rage in, it goes up right there into your muscles and your fascia. And it just starts to make you stiff and tight. And so my whole goal is to just flow, is to find the flow, find the strength and age with grace and integrity and magnificence and, and really find my ground through my body. I love that. Thank you for that. I'm reading the comments and Jill Ritchie just posted this. She said, Sheila, for 25 years, I've struggled with intimacy and relationships. Being in my masculine was my protection. I started S-Factor less than six weeks ago, and it's been transformational. <laughs> I've been safe, connected, and whole. P.S. I did break my toe in lesson two. Oh, no. Oh, Jill, Jill, are you open to uh, coming live and just sharing your experience with S-Factor? And Betty, Betty, I took a little screenshot of you when you were doing that thing with your hair. If you're okay with me sharing it in my Instagram, please type in yes, okay? Jill, I'm going to make you live. I love how much our audience participates. I love that. It's so real. Okay, Jill, come on live. Tell us about S-Factor. I'm sure lots of other people here who are listening would love <laughs> How's the toe? And how's S-Factor? Well... Oh my goodness. So I am in the transformational coaching world as well. And I have been for a few years and it's interesting because I have struggled with intimacy, relationships for years, and I felt so much shame around it. And it was one of those things that I've worked so much on so many other things. And when it came to relationships, I always put the blame on the partner. I was like, they're not showing up for me. Why is this not working? And I would push them away. And then I started to really understand my go-to and my safety was my masculine. And, you know, it always comes down to, I've done some inner child work and really realized that, but actually knowing it, but not actually being able to work with my feminine, it felt so strange to me. And when I looked at Sheila and what I loved about you is I resonated, you know, when you have worked with so many people in the feminine, but it, nothing really clicked. It was like, I, it was so opposite of me. I would see people that, and it was props to them. I loved them that they could do it. But I was like, they're just not like me and I couldn't resonate. And there was something about you, Sheila. I remember mm. watching it like five, six weeks ago. Mm. And I just thought she is just a bit of me. And I need to, I need to sign up to this. And I did. And I just resonated with your energy and I felt alive. I was like, oh my God. So the next thing I bought a pole, it's in the bedroom. My partner came home. He's like, we've been together for like 13 years. He's like, this is amazing. I just feel like I'm moving. I've not lost my identity. Do you know, I was so scared of losing my identity and my protection. And I thought, you don't need that. You don't need to forget or completely lose who you are. Like it's safe and to receive, but I had to receive myself first. And it was just amazing, but I did break my toe. I broke my toe in lesson two. Uh-oh, uh-oh. But that's a sign that, you know, that you're working hard, right? <laughs> it is a sign that you're working hard. So thank that's- you so much. Hey, you're so welcome. That's a beautiful story. And it, yes, we forget. We forget who we are. We lose yeah. who we are in a world that has all of these 
constrictions and judgments mm-hmm. on the feminine and the feminine our essence is we have wanting to please wanting to nurture so when the world says don't be as fully expressed as you can be because it's disturbing then we get into this kind of self-made fascial muscular cage in our bodies and then we live a less than life and the light goes out it goes dim and we feel like there's something missing. So we try and fill it with a lover. We try and fill it with a child or a career or a job or anything or food. And really what we're missing is our own selves. Beautiful. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, Sheila. And I want to come up to the next question. And this is from Adrian Charles. So Adrian, beautiful question. I want you to ask this to Sheila. And it is about how does one unlock their hips? I can't wait to see how Sheila unlocks. <laughs> Adrian, you're now a panelist. Turn on your camera and join the conversation. Hi, Adrian. Nice to see you again. Thanks. Good to see you. I apologize, kind of, because I saw the question on the chat and I thought it was great, but it wasn't my question. And so I put the person's name on there to get her attribution. So it's not my question, but I thought it was a good one. I see. Well, Adrian, thank you for supporting a fellow tribe member. So this was Jenny's question. I'm going to bring up Jenny. And Adrian, thank you so much. Thank you. So I like to bring up people to directly ask the questions because I think it's the respectful thing to do. And I love the fact that our podcast is so like connected with our community. So Jenny, you are live with us. Go ahead and ask your question. Okay, Jeanette, Jeanette, thank you for this morning. So Jenny, because of the sound issue, I'm going to read out your question, but I'm going to keep you live on the webcam so we can see your reactions, okay? I'm going to mute you for a second. So Jenny's question is this. Sheila, how do I unlock my hips? I know I don't have full movement in them and I'm not too flexible, but I feel like it's an emotional connection too. It is. Jenny, I'm really perceptive of you. And It's a simple answer, but it's not like instant. The thing about the body is the body is its own creature. The body is a wise, brilliant, intuitive, emotional creature that we have the honor of living in in this lifetime. So we have to treat our body as this wild creature that she is, right? So if she has constructed herself in a way that is locked up, if your pelvis is locked up, you can't say unlock because the body will try and obey you tensely. What we need to do is seduce the body awake. We need to seduce the body into softness. We need to seduce the body into releasing contracted musculature and fascia. So it would all start with a hip circle. I wouldn't even start with a hip circle with you. I'd start with what I call a feminine sway, which is I would kick my left hip out. I would push my left hip out as far as it could go until it can't go any further. And then I would stay there and seek pleasure there. Seek where it feels good. I would push and push and push gently as so it feels good. And then I would rock over to the other side and I would push out the other hip. So you're just starting to teach the muscle that there's more space and more ways she can move and go. I have met so many women who have had locked pelvises, locked chest, their whole body gets locked down. So it's really a process and that's, you know, come take class come take class with me on the 20th with Mind Valley. I offer other things too. It's really a process of reclaiming your body and letting your body feel that you are now her guardian, 
that she is no longer going to be shut down by a society that doesn't understand her, that you're going to protect her, she will start to soften when she starts to feel safe. So in this work, <laughs> first of all, I love that you're calling it pole dancing. The pole dance factor is optional. You don't have to touch a pole. You don't have to have a pole. You can just start this in your bedroom. You can start this at home, just rocking through your pelvis and through your curves and just starting to get free. But one of the things that might happen, Jenny, and you're right, there is an emotional component to this, is that what is usually locked in the fascia and the muscle is emotion. So when we start to push through a body part that has some kind of shame or some kind of rage or some kind of pain connected to it, you're going to be maybe feeling that emotion. And so I just want women and people to be aware of that. You need to fill the body with air and fill the body with like permission. And if the tears come or if you feel irritated, know that that's part of the body cleaning itself out. Sheila, can I add to that? I just wanted to jump on what you said because I did a yoga teacher training over 10 years ago and it was in a room full of people. I had never done the pigeon pose. And for any of you who don't know what the pigeon pose is, it's like a super hip opening pose. Mm -hmm. And I did the pigeon pose and was there for a few seconds. Out of nowhere, no reason, I started sobbing, like as if like somebody I just loved had died. It was so Uh uncontrollable that I tried to keep it in and I couldn't, it was like a whale, Mm. like a deep gutted whale. And then I just like gave into it and cried and let it go. And it's almost like the other people there who knew more about yoga than I did. They knew that this was common. Apparently I had some stuff stored in my hip. I had never gone that into my hip and I have never felt such a release. And that was incredible. And that was the first time I realized how deeply our emotions, our experiences in this life or other lives is tied to our body. And so just to comment what you were saying, with my experience. Yeah. That's beautiful, Jeanette. And I'll tell you in the S factor world, you know, we're not afraid of emotion. In fact, we know that emotion is pure energy and pure fuel. It has just been castigated down. It's just been judged harshly. And actually it's a beautiful moment when you're able to release emotional energy in the body. And sometimes if someone has had a lot of trauma, I would absolutely suggest that they do S or they do movement with a therapist along with that, because you really want to honor the the process of the body because the body processes in her own sweet time. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny, for that beautiful question. Thank you, Sheila, for the answer. Jenny, I'm going to make you back an attendee. Sheila, you're going to be doing a more immersive workshop at the Mind Valley Summit. Could you give us a preview of what you're going to be covering at the Mind Valley Summit? I think what I want to cover is I want to cover what I call the five layers of a soulfully sexy life. Layer number one is healthy flatline that I talked about earlier. Layer number two is presentational presentational sensuality, presentational sexuality. The next layer is animated. How do we animate? So it goes from the outside in. We live in a world that really values presentational, what you look like. And then you can be a mannequin all dressed up and showing off all your wares, but you don't know how to move it. That's animated is how do we animate it? And then the beauty about S-Factor, the deeper journey in S-Factor that we talked about in the film where Patricia says there was a deeper journey I didn't know about. The deeper journey is like a bridge between presentational and animated, which is the external voice of your body and emotional into soulful. 
And that is the emotional layer of who you are as an erotic creature into a soulful layer of who you are as an erotic creature. And so we're going to touch on that. There's a lot of rich, yummy information underneath each of those layers. That's amazing. Do people need to have a pole? No, no pole. Any objects you need, like a chair, your husband's leg, a wall? Six-inch heels? No. <laughs> that's, that's my heels back there. They're my new heels, the sparkly ones. And then I have my old heels over there. I call them my superheroine, my Wonder Woman heels. I mean, they feel like a friggin' superhero. You don't need the heels. You don't need anything. You just right. need your body. You need your presence. You need your breath. And I want to move you guys a little bit. So a little place to move and clothes you can move in that feels sexy and sensual. And if sexy is too much for you, go to sensual. Feel sensual. I want to meet you where you are. I want to meet you where you are. So I don't want you to push out of your comfort zone just yet. I want you to go to the edge. This is cool. Jeanette, what are you excited about in this session? I'm really excited to embrace and connect with my feminine. It's been something that I've hidden. I've always wanted to be tough and, you know, respectable. And somehow being feminine was not associated with being respectable, mm. which I feel ashamed to say that now, but I understand that it was a result of societal conditioning. And so this complete, just breaking apart all of the societal BS or <laughs> rules, like you call it, which means bullshit rules for those of you yeah. who don't know you know, deconstructing that and coming back to the reality and connecting with our essence and that it's okay. Not only is it okay, it's divine. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Not only in just a woman, but within a man and, you know, vision, for example, for you to lead a call like this, it takes a very special man to lead a call like this in the way that you are. It's such an honor to be around men like you, because you give hope for the feminine who feels really kind of disempowered and lost and saddened and hurt by the masculine and so men like you are clearly connected with your feminine and the fact that you know that that's not an insult in any way and you're proud of that shows how far we've come as a society gosh i'm so excited about so many things sheila women are beautiful femininity is beautiful our gentleness our intuition our our kindness our emotions our tears our hips our heels our makeup our no makeup Whatever. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. So thank you for wow. emphasizing thank this, you. Sheila. Bishop, I want to say something to you. Jeanette, you hit something that's imperative. I told you that 90% of the women that come to us are scared. Believe it or not, Vishen, being a man, bringing this to Mind Valley is genius. And I say that with so much respect because women are, to Jeanette's point, we have been a little doused hushed, quieted, shamed, all those words, right? To get to our free self. It does take, we need our masculine champions. We need our men champions to say, yes, it's okay to come, come back into the feminine because we've been told by a patriarchal society not to be in our feminine. I work with Tony Robbins as well. So Tony really supports what I do and you really supporting what I'm doing is so incredibly important to open the door for women to say, yeah, come on in. It's good. It's a good thing to do. And, and so I wanted to just thank you for that and really bring that up. Thank you. As a male, nothing is more thrilling and exciting to see than a woman who is fully embracing her feminine. It brings out the best in men as well. So the work that you're doing is making the world so much better for my gender, for men mm. everywhere. So thank you for that. You're welcome. On what day are you speaking at Mind Valley Summit? I'm speaking at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the 20th. 
Great. So we have a Zoom line ready with a capacity of 5,000 people. So wow. join in, join in, and it's going to be really, really, really exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait. Great. Sheila. Sheila. So good. Yes. yes. And don't She's forget so to check out S Factor sfactor.com. That's S-F-A-C-T-O-R.com. And don't forget to check out the Netflix documentary with a 100% score on Rotten Tomatoes, Strip Down, Rise Up. Sheila, before we go, I'd love to know, how are you using 10X? You were telling me about how you and your husband are really into 10X. Well, I love it. And I talk about this all the time with my crowd. I wanted a masculine workout. I wanted something to get a result. Right. I wanted to get my, my biceps stronger. I need upper body strength. I didn't have a pull up in Vancouver where we were shooting The Good Doctor. I was perusing. I'd been following you and perusing on my Instagram. And I saw Ronan and you talking. And I'm like, I need something to keep me accountable. And I want something that's not just a couple weeks. I want something that's a long period of time. And I started it during the pandemic, my husband saw me doing it. He's like, I want to do that. So we did it together. It was so precious. He's a real workout guy and he actually loved it. And so I found it challenging. The upper body stuff is still really challenging for me. Like the push-ups, I couldn't get over 12 ever on my knees, which, you know, maybe Ronan will kick my butt about that, <laughs> but I loved it. And then I would do my 10X and then I would do my S. So I would do my oh, masculine workout. And then I would do my more feminine flow, dance, expressive workout. It was a beautiful meshing of the two. Since Jeanette introduced me to your work, I've been really excited about drawing more attention to the incredible work that you do. Thank, thank you, you, Sheila. And thank, thank you, everyone, Sheila. for joining Thank you, Jeanette. Me. Thank you, Sheila. I know we have to finish, but I just wanted to let you know, you might not be able to do more than 12 push-ups, but I'd love to see Ronan get on a pole and work it like yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That yeah. would be fun. And by the way, Sheila, we have 358 women live with us today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hi, yeah. everybody. I'm and this will also go on you. YouTube and it'll go on the podcast. So I want to get as much attention as possible to S Factor and the amazing work that you do. Thank you. Thank, thank you, thank you. Sheila. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.